All right, what's going on, everyone? How we doing today? Uh, we're doing things a little differently, and so hopefully this all works out. I'm hosting this from my computer, so uh, hopefully we don't have any technical difficulties. But we're doing something different um, today with all that's going on. Um, I don't know, Jeff. There's sometimes where when you're mourning, when you're grieving, uh, you don't feel like having random conversations and yep. using a lot yep. of words and and i i think that for me it's uh it's just a time to well today we're fasting and praying and we've we've encouraged our church and our people in our city to to join together in fasting and prayer and so over this lunch hour we're just gonna pray and it's cool timing because we we just finished the lord's prayer we've been doing a has it been four or five weeks of studying line by line through the lord's yeah. prayer and how appropriate to end our time praying and jesus even ending the prayer with what to do when you are being tempted and or, or to to ask god to deliver us from temptation and evil and this is a time where I think we really need to draw near to God. So for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I guess before we just jump in, I, I want to ask how you're doing and yeah. processing all this. Yeah. I was glad that uh, it worked out for us to do this today because um, it is hard to just kind of drop it and drive and, and do whatever would have normally been done today. You know, so Monday night um, I was teaching Veritas School of Theology and it's new and it's exciting and we've got content to roll out. But, you know, all this had been uh, brewing and continued to and I got in there and I was so like emotionally, I used the word agitated, not angry. I mean, agitated as in like bubbling around. I didn't know what to do kind of. Mm -hmm. And uh, ever, just said, you guys, I I can't just go on. We got to get on our knees. So the whole class, you got like, you know, oh. almost 40, all of us on our knees and just seeking the Lord. But even after that, I'm like crying and then I'm sweating because I think I'm just internally, you know? And, and so anyway, it was, it was anything but a remarkable like uh, content dump that night. But there are times where it's just Whatever else is on the agenda, it needs to be put on the back burner to say, we just need to pray. We, ju we just have yeah. to stop. We have to pray. And so all that to say, I was grateful when today we could do that. Just say, no, nah, the most important thing we could do right now is just stop and pray and yeah. seek the Lord. So. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I'm excited to, to pray with you and to join whoever else might be watching. And I know um, it if you're listening to this later or on a podcast or whatever, um, maybe you're on a walk or something like that. Hopefully this could be a good time, just guided prayer of, um, and we're going to, Jeff, I thought it'd be cool if, as we do the Lord's prayer, um, and you mentioned Psalm 23, maybe we can kind of include that into our time, maybe get through the Lord's prayer and then we could go uh, through Psalm 23. We'll see how it goes. But uh, to emphasize like reading the scriptures too, as, as God brings different scriptures to mind, to your mind, yeah. if we could just include just the reading of the scripture in our yeah, prayer time, because absolutely. even as I was, uh, studying the Lord's prayer or the, you know, the last line of that, don't bring us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
thinking about how Jesus dealt with temptation in the couple chapters right before he taught us how to pray was, you know, he, it is written, it is yeah. written, it is written. And, and then even Peter, toward the end of his life, he's like, Peter, uh, Satan has asked to sift you, but like we, but I'm, I've prayed for you, Peter. And, mm. and so the application of Sunday's message as we close the Lord's prayer was prayer and the word. So yeah. um, as we go through this, as the Lord just brings scriptures to mind, um, let's, what, this, during this time, um, we don't know for sure what we should and shouldn't say, but we do know for sure that we should pray and ask God to guide us. And even when, uh, even when we don't know the words to say, God has a lot of words for us in this book. <laughs> so we're, we're a lot safer letting his word guide us. Right. I mean, he, yeah. he does give us some words when, when words escape us. And so, yeah, I'm with you. Let's, let's yeah. lean into what he's, what he's taught us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's, let's join together. This, uh, is Matthew six. Therefore, you should pray like this, our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. God, how is it that we're able to simultaneously, within the same breath, speak of your fatherly nearness and love and your holiness, the fact that you are so far removed from us in your holiness and our unholiness. Um, what a gift and what a wonder the gospel is that we can proclaim your nearness and your holiness all in the same breath. And we're, we're just standing again in amazement that we can even be here and talking to you and Thank you for loving us as your sons and daughters and welcoming us um, to pray to you even now, Lord. God, as uh, we were praying in staff meeting, I think Zach Rao was just brought up Psalm 46 that says, Nations rage. Kingdoms topple. The earth melts when God lifts his voice. <laughs> the Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come see the works of the Lord mm. who brings devastation on the earth, who makes wars cease throughout the earth. He shatters bows and cuts spears to pieces. He sets wagons ablaze. Stop your fighting and know that I am God, mm. exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is mm. our stronghold. Mm. God, I pray that we will be still, that we will stop fighting and know that you are God and that you would be exalted among the nations of the earth, the peoples of the earth in America, that your name would be set apart as holy. Mm. 
I love God in that very psalm that you are a refuge. You are our strength and a helper who is always found in times of trouble. Lord, you're near always. You will never leave us, never forsake us. But your nearness is palpable in times of trouble. And that's not when you run away from us or you stand aloof. It's actually when you draw maybe especially close and uh, like a child kind of tucking himself or herself really close to his mom and dad when they're afraid. Um, these are times that we're so glad that you welcome us with open arms. And mm -hmm. in these times of trouble, um, you are a comfort. You truly are. You are a refuge. You are strength. And we're deeply grateful that we have you to run to. And we, we, we confess our vulnerability. We confess that we have a, a childishness about us in these moments because we, we need, need, need a heavenly father right now. And thank you for welcoming us into your arms. Yeah. And it says that you're a helper and found in times of trouble. Therefore we will not be afraid. Though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas. Lord, if we're standing on the shore and we're, we're watching mountains just crumble into the oceans, he says, we, we won't be afraid. And I, I just have seen, Father, the emotional responses of people. Maybe it's a, a rage of anger. Maybe it's kind of a panic and fear. Um, we just went from pandemic to riots and, and, mm. and, and incredible uh, images that just make us sick as we, as we see the effect of, of I mean, sin, uh, racism, um, rage i mean just just we see um it feels like our world is on fire and god i father i look to you and i i see that you are uh, the god of all nations and um that you made every human in your image and they are loved by you that every person is an image bearer of you a reflection of you and our brothers and sisters of different races and colors and uh, ethnicities. God, it's, it's beautiful, and yet it's so broken here on earth. And so we just look up to you, Father, and we cry out, um, would you please um, just help us to collectively as a church for sure and as a nation and world to somehow lift up our eyes and see you heavenly father and know that that that, uh, that we bear your image and and so help us um, to see you and exalted in heaven lord which then god then perfectly leads us to pray, God, your kingdom come, your will be done right here, right now on this earth as it is in heaven. And I, I think about, Lord, one of those first glimpses that you give us of heaven 
in Revelation 7, uh, John says, after this, I looked and there was a vast multitude from every nation, tribe, people, and language, which no one could number standing before the throne and before the lamb. And they were clothed in white robes and palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the lamb. Uh, the kingdoms of this earth, unfortunately, Lord, uh, you, you know it well. Uh, we don't look like that very much. Just a united global community of people all with one voice saying the same thing. Um, there are fractures and fissions and divisions. As far as the eye can see, Lord, we're, we're seeing it right before our eyes, but, but you could pick us up and drop us almost anywhere around this earth and we would see evidences of division and oppression. Uh, the kingdoms of this earth, Lord, don't resemble very often. Get glimpses, but Lord, often, often, we don't see Revelation 7 before our eyes. And so that's one of the things we're praying, God, would your kingdom come in that very specific way? Mm -hmm. Would your kingdom come and your will be done mm -hmm. when it comes to looking around and seeing people of other ethnicities and languages and tribes and tongues and nations mm -hmm. um, and immediately just get excited about heaven? and long for the experience we will have one day to be our experience today. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, that, that would be awesome. And that's what we're praying for Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I saw, this is revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. I also saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne. Look, God's dwelling is with humanity and he will live with them. They will be his peoples and mm. God himself will be with them and will be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more because the previous things have passed away. Mm, then the one seated on the throne said, look, I am making everything new. Mm. This is what we long for, Lord. Yeah. This is when we say your kingdom come, we, we long for the authority of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. we long for the compassion and love and unity and life and healing mm. lord there, there's so much about the the protests and the the passion that reflects a passion for justice and mm. a passion for this prayer to be answered your mm -hmm. kingdom come there's a longing for uh justice and and there's a longing um for this and i think it it reflects you and and we do long for this as well and and god just not we're not just looking for heaven uh we are we can't wait for that day but here on this earth now as it is in heaven we want to 
pray that that here on this earth even for peace and mm-hmm. for thinking about um all the the stuff that's going on in the world that that is so uh, just destroying um people and lives and businesses all those things whether uh, we're just so grieved for the lives affected by covid and and the this virus and all that lord and so also now uh, turning our attention to to the effect of racism and how it's just destroyed people's lives and and hurt and divided people and God, we just want we want your kingdom to come here on earth as it is in heaven and i think god it's it's before our eyes just this display certainly of a vandalism to what you want and what you will display like we see in, in revelation, Mm -hmm. but it's also just a grasping for power and authority because we really don't want your kingship. We really don't want your kingdom. We want Mm -hmm. raw authority in our own hands. Mm -hmm. And so God, we just confess that we see the racism and confess that as sin and, want that to be gone, but also just the raw power and authority that individuals take upon themselves. And then immediately on its heels, rebellion one against another and fighting against another. And um, that's not the way that your kingdom is to be Lord. And I, I think of Psalm two, the nations raging, people's plotting in vain, kings of the earth taking their stands, rulers conspiring, just that whole scene. And, and you just kind of quietly, Lord, just say, oh, no, I've, I've installed my king. There's one king, and it's Jesus, and mm-hmm. he's going to take his stand. <laughs> I just... So now kings be wise, receive instruction. You judges either serve the Lord with reverential awe and rejoice with trembling. Pay homage to the son, kiss the son or he'll be angry and you will perish in your rebellion for his anger may ignite at any moment. But all who take refuge in him are happy. So Lord, yeah, we, we speak against racism, but we also speak against just uh, oppressive authority and rebellious hearts and if we would just bow before the king of peace and if we would allow jesus for you to rule and reign for your kingdom to truly be then all of our the peace that we have with you would would look like something here in the peace that we have with one another so i pray god would you bring your kingdom to come Mm -hmm. in peace and in love and in unity Mm -hmm. please lord let that breakthrough of your kingdom be realized before our eyes yeah lord and my heart is so heavy for the church and your people to know how to be jesus and Mm. i'm just thinking about your will your Mm. your will to be done and and first thessalonians rejoice always pray constantly give thanks in everything for this is god's will for you in christ jesus Mm. Mm. don't stifle the spirit 
Don't despise prophecies, but test all things. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Mm. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will do it. Mm. Your will is that we be in constant rejoicing, thankfulness, prayer. Mm. Help us to avoid evil. Help us to avoid the, the kind of perpetual outrage um, that we often get on social media, but also uh, protect us from apathy, mm. whether it's ignoring massive problems, <laughs> ignoring sin, or being just prayerless. God, just your will for us is to be engaged with our our whole spirit, soul, and body um, with our eyes on you. And so I pray that your will would be done in, in me, in my body, in my hands, in my mm -hmm. ears, what, the way that I listen, the way that I see things, the way that I uh, respond with words. And, and uh, God, I, I want to have my life ordered under your will. Mm. And... Um, yeah, that the full range of my effective will would be under yours and and the things that I can control would be under you and that through this, Lord, um, that your people, Veritas Church, especially the, the people that we are among and and the other brothers and sisters in our in our city and our community will um, will be um, ordered under your authority, God. That's mm -hmm. what we want. Your kingdom and your will. And God, there are there are cosmic, global things going on that not only defy our understanding, but um, just, well, they're just beyond our reach, um, way, way beyond our reach. And so we're, we're not... Um, we're not thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought to, Lord. We realize we're just single human beings reaching out to you to do the big things. So today, I, Lord, I pray, would you give us today our daily bread? Would you give us today mm -hmm. what we need to be faithful followers of Christ this day? Um, I, I'm crying out today for wisdom, Lord, because I... I realize that I don't live on bread alone, but I need and am sustained on every word that comes from your mouth. Even in this fasting, Lord, I'm ashamed at how much my stomach growls and reminds me of how often I feed it. And um, am I that hungry for your word? Am I that desperate for your word, for your wisdom? Well, today I am, Lord. And I'm, I'm saying I, I love the, the picture you give us in Proverbs 2 that 
My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, listening closely to wisdom, directing your heart to understanding. Furthermore, if you call out for insight and if you lift your voice to understanding, seek it like silver, search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. You will discover the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth, come knowledge and understanding. Lord, so what I'm saying is you do have it, Lord. I know you do. And I'm ashamed that I have not sought it enough, hungered for it enough. Mm-hmm. But in these moments, Lord, we're praying, would you give us today our daily bread? Would you give us today the wisdom, the knowledge, the the discernment that we're going to need for this day, for this moment, the words that we speak, the actions that we take, um, we, it's not in us in and of ourselves. It comes from you. And so would you please by your spirit, grant us what we need from your word Mm -hmm. to guide us this moment and, and this day. Mm. Jesus, you said in John 6, 47, truly, I tell you, anyone who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. (laughs) This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. The bread that I will give for, for the life of the world is my flesh. Mm. Jesus, you, your body was broken for us. Mm. And through your death and burial and resurrection, we can have life and we can eat of this bread. Mm. Your, your body broken for us, your blood shed for us, and we can be cleansed and forgiven. And God, I pray this is the bread that we want, Lord. This is the bread that we want. Mm. It's the bread from heaven. So Mm. give us this bread today and and, uh, sustain us and and forgive us our debts. Mm. Forgive us our debts Mm. as we also have forgiven our debtors. As I think about asking for this bread, I I ask for your forgiveness, God, that Mm. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner in ways that I don't fully even comprehend. Right now, the spotlight is on racism, and God, I I pray for your mercy and mm. your forgiveness for it's so much the, the water we swim in or the air that we breathe. I heard Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying it, it's like dust in the air. It's just, it's always there, um, mm. and I don't see it, and I don't often recognize it. I just want to confess my sin that and even in as psalm 19 says forgive my hidden faults lord just as i kneel before your cross and asking for bread and i'm just realizing i'm how sinful i am and how in need of grace that Mm. i am have mercy on me jesus 
Lord, I way too often um, wag my accusing finger at so many others whom I think are sinning greatly. And so I just look and shake my head, man, if I were them, I wouldn't be acting like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be saying that stuff. Why, why do they do that? And so condemning and Lord, you stung me again today with Matthew 23, where you, you call out the scribes and Pharisees and over and over, you call them hypocrites. And then when I, I feel kind of safe through a lot of it, Lord, and then I get down where you say, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. Mm. You, you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. And you say, oh, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we wouldn't have taken part with them in shedding the prophet's blood. So you testify against yourselves that you are descendants of those who murdered the prophets because we think we're above them fill up then the measure of your ancestor's sins. Oh Lord, I, I am not better than those men and women. Yes, Lord. Uh, not just from ancient times in, in today. I'm, I'm not, I'm not better. And the moment that I take that seat of hypocrisy and think that somehow it's everybody else's sins. And somehow I'm sitting in this ivory tower looking down and scolding them with my look. I'm the hypocrite, <laughs> Lord. I, so Lord, I mm -hmm. am first asking for you to forgive me for, for my many, many sins. And then to be able to look at others and forgive so freely and quickly because I recognize how culpable, how sinful, how guilty I stand, how in need of grace I am. And so I want to mm -hmm. turn around and be forgiving toward others um, because you just keep showing me the just the sin and the hypocrisy of my own soul, Lord. So I, yeah, I, I'm not above it. Lord, I'm telling you right now, you already know it. I'm not above it. And I, and I pray your forgiveness, Lord. Yeah. And I think about Isaiah when he stood before you and the, this is Isaiah six in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated mm -hmm. on a high and lofty throne and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphim were standing above him. They each had six wings with two. They covered their faces with two. They covered their feet and with two they flew, and one called to another, Holy, holy, holy is the mm -hmm. Lord of armies. His glory fills the whole earth. The foundations of the doorways shook, and the sound of their voices in the temple was filled with smoke. Then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and live among a people of unclean lips. And because my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, and in his hand was a glowing coal that he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed, and your sin is atoned for. Mm -hmm. God, I, I feel Isaiah's response here that 
that I am ruined, but also I live among a people of unclean lips. Mm. Lord, I, well, just looking at Facebook for three minutes <laughs> last night is just like, whoa, this, this thing is on fire. And we, we have many social media accounts to testify to our unclean mm. lips. We have, uh, so many, so many examples. It's, it's, it's being recorded, uh, in so many different shameful things that are said and spoken in secret and have come into the light. And it is, mm. we just feel ruined. We feel so grieved. We feel so like in your presence where we're just bringing something dirty into mm. a really nice home or mm. a, a king's palace that just doesn't belong there. We just come in our rags and we know that we don't belong here. We know mm. that we don't belong in your presence because we ourselves are so sinful. And it's not, the problem is not just all the people out there. It's, well, it's me. It's what I bring into your presence. Yeah. And so I, I just beg for your mercy and forgiveness. And mm. yeah, I mean, I, especially with racism and I've been thinking about this reading Hamilton's biography and just, our country's past and got it. It's just beyond comprehension how, what has been done to a mm. group of people. It, I, I just am so at a loss for words and grieved and just begging for forgiveness. Mm. God, you're not unclear about what, love on this on this planet should look like it's love is not an abstract term for you lord you you've taught us that love is patient mm. love is kind mm. love doesn't envy and it's not boastful love isn't arrogant love is not rude it's not self-seeking it's not irritable it doesn't keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but actually rejoices in truth. Mm -hmm. And it bears all things and it believes all things and hopes all things and endures all things. Love never ends. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, for your, your people, I, I don't know about everybody kind of out there in the big bad world out there, Lord, but I just know for your people, you've taught us exactly what you mean by love and how we're not just to love you, but how we're supposed to love each other. Yeah. And, Oh Lord, yeah. teach us again. Would you teach us again how to be patient and kind and mm -hmm. refuse envy and refuse boasting. Just teach us again how to love and God convict us by your spirit. When we make love some abstract thing that we can redefine uh, on a whim to suit our own needs of the moment. No, Lord, you have been very clear. It is written. Here's what love is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, Lord, we want to conform our words, our actions, every interaction I have with a fellow image bearer. Mm -hmm. um, I want to look like 1 Corinthians 13. Lord, so would you adjust my mind and my soul and my actions to conform to what you teach us love is, Lord? Mm. I think about your example to us 
Mm. Um, wow. Of, as we forgive those who sin against us, and mm. just want to read this section from 1 Peter 2, starting in verse 11. Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and exiles to abstain from sinful desires that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles so that when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God on the day he visits. Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor as the supreme mm. authority or to governors as those sent out by him to punish those who do what is evil and to praise those who do what is good. For it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Submit as free people, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as God's slaves. Mm. Honor everyone. Love the brothers and sisters. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Mm. Household slaves, submit to your masters with all reverence, not only to the good and gentle ones, but also to the cruel. For it brings favor if... Because of a consciousness of God, someone endures grief from suffering unjustly. For what credit is there if when you do wrong and are beaten, you endure it? But when you do what is good and suffer, if you endure it, this brings favor with God. For you were called to this. Mm. Because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his mm. steps. He did not commit sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was insulted, he did not insult in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. Mm. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, so that having died to sins, we might live for righteousness by his wounds, you have been healed, for you were like sheep going astray, but you have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Mm. Mm. Jesus, you were silent as they marched you to the cross. In the, in the moment of the most evil thing, mm. the most unjust thing that has ever been been done or will be done in the history of the world you were quiet mm. you didn't threaten but you entrusted yourself to the one who judges justly and I pray for for us as your people to forgive and have so much uh, just this kind of posture Help us, Lord, to just reflect on how you did it, Lord, and to try mm. to walk in your steps. Mm. Lord, we don't we don't want to play that role. <laughs> we don't we don't want mm. to be the the servant. We we don't want to be the one under other people's authority um 
we like to play Victor and so Lord, thanks for giving us that example. You didn't just shout this stuff from the heavens and, and tell us how to behave. You came down and showed us you laid down your life and, and we want to lay down our lives for others. We don't want to be uh, oppressive. We, we want to join in those who are suffering. That's what we want to do, Lord, deep in our souls because you're changing us. That's where we want to be. So help us to know how to do that, Lord. Help us. And you've even told us in that very same book, the end of all things is near. So we've got to be alert. We've got to be sober-minded uh, for prayer, Lord. Uh, we're going to be challenged to be Christ followers. We read these things, and when we're not, when the heat hasn't turned up, they're easy to read. But when the heat has turned up and, and there's a real crisis around, Lord, we... Lord, give us an alertness, give us a sober-mindedness, give, give us a prayerfulness, because we need to have, I love that in, in 1 Peter 4, above all, we have to maintain constant love for one another since love covers a multitude of sins. Give us that kind of love for one another, a steadfast love for one another as we join in with those who are suffering. Yeah. Help us to, to take that posture first and foremost, Lord. Yeah. And God, make our first inclination when we hear someone that is like an enemy and what they're saying is so hmm. against what we believe, um, that our first inclination will be to pray for our enemies. Mm. Wow. To, I mean, you gave us the pattern to bless hmm. when you're cursed, to do good um, to those who want to hurt you and to pray for our enemies, Lord. I, I pray that this heart of the prayer of forgiveness and forgiving uh, those who've piled up a debt against us, Lord, help us to pray for them. Mm. Help us to um, just try to lean toward compassion and, and just uh, when people are hurting, when people feel powerless, they do things. And we've been there. Mm. Um, our anger, when someone's on top of us and we want to just lash out and anger, and that's so just in us. And it, it's, it's uh, help us to, to have compassion, Lord. Even on, um, we pray for those that, that are, you know, with the, um, you know, the vandalism, we pray for the perpetrators, we pray for mm. um, the racists, Lord, we pray for people to our, our enemies and to mm. come to know Jesus and to be transformed by the good news. And, and that that the heart of this prayer of forgiveness, Lord, would just be unleashed. Mm. And that the hostility will be just broken. And God, your intent was to create one new man out of the two, thus making peace, destroying that dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in your flesh the law with its mm. commandments and regulations. And you came and proclaimed the good news of peace to everyone, to you who are far away and peace to those who are near for through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. Hmm. Mm. Lord, do this now. Mm -hmm. Reconcile all these people to you.
through the cross. Um, our politicians will not, they don't have the power to reconcile us. Mm. But Jesus, you do. Mm. So we run to you, we turn to you, and now we ask that you will lead us not into temptation, mm. but deliver us from the evil one. Yeah, Lord, because even, even when we put ourselves in a right posture, when you teach us how to pray and we truly and sincerely pray to you with all of our heart, with sincerity, Lord, um, we have to be aware that there's an enemy that still lurks, that is seeking to devour. You taught us, Lord, in First Peter 5, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time. Casting all your cares on him because he cares for you. But be sober-minded and be alert because you got an adversary, the devil, prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. Resist him, firm in the faith, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. Mm. Lord, all around this world, there. The enemy just lurks, just waiting to pounce, not just on civilizations and cultures, but on your people, on the church. Lord, all the division and hostilities that we see on the news feeds, that can happen within the church, even among your people. And, and the enemy just laughs uproariously when he can get your church to be vandalized by all of, by all of his schemes. And I pray, God, would you protect us from that? And would you deliver us from that evil that that prowling line because he he is seeing us back on our heels right now he is seeing us confused and lashing out in in those same ways and so god make us aware give us a sober mindedness lord that 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 it's one thing to battle the the fleshliness of our own souls that is true and then also we've got this outside power this enemy that's just wanting to trip us up lord we're so vulnerable we're so just so culpable and um so please god would you surround us and protect us and when we venture away and when we say foolish things bring us back into the light lord help us to scream right back into the light and confess our sins and get right with one another and right with you because lord we don't we don't want to be susceptible we we want you to be our protector, and so we're gonna we're gonna look to you. We're gonna be humble and and be under your mighty hand because you are able to force him back, and we are not. And so we humble ourselves before you and ask for your protection. Mm. Yeah, and I just I was thinking of Psalm twenty three when I pray this line: mm. uh, "Don't bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one." We we are like helpless sheep, mm. but. We're powerless. We're, we're so vulnerable. We have no defense mechanism other yeah. than the Lord is my shepherd. Mm. I have what I need. Hmm. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. God, lead us along the right path, Lord. We, I feel like every time I speak, um, I'm walking through a, a minefield that somebody's mm. going to be offended yeah. and somebody's going to be, I'm going to say something that's not right to one group or another. And, and, uh, we, we mm. need right paths. We need a path of righteousness, Lord, that just 
speaks prophetically, that speaks boldly, that speaks courageously, but but is is righteous. It's not. It's gracious. It's kind. It's love. It's truth. And help us to walk on this path and not get off that one. And because our flesh, we want to do all kinds of things. Help us mm-hmm. and guide us. And God, even if we go through the sh- darkest valley, the valley of the shadow of death, um, right now, God, we fear no danger. Hmm. We're not afraid because you are with us. We're not afraid of a virus. We're not afraid of riots. We're not afraid of, of whatever may come. I even um, just think about um, my uh, black brothers and sisters that may mm. fear danger. Mm-hmm. I pray that you will help them and, and just remind them that you are with them and that your rod and your staff will comfort them. And um, I'm just praying for Jeff tonight, Lord, and 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 uh, the different ones for Doug and Pastor Sylvia and the others, Lord, that are mm. going to gather tonight. And I pray that you will just guide um, them and us, our city, our church, mm. Into a path of righteousness and deliver us from Satan, protect us from him. And I, I pray that tonight when we gather together to pray, I was just thinking, Lord, what a cool thing it would be that it would be like a banqueting table right in the presence of our enemies. Like <laughs> the news feed keeps going and there's bad stuff all around. And yet you just pour out this banqueting mm, table when your people right. gather and all of a sudden it just feels delightful and that's wonderful right. and and all of a sudden, there's the enemies. We're, we're staring at the enemy across the way. But there at that banqueting table of your presence, Lord, we are feasting and full of joy. And we're, we're coming together, Lord, to, to sincerely pray songs of lament and, and to pray. But let it be a delight, Lord. Would it be just exactly what Psalm 23 describes that we would find that it's like our heads are being anointed with oil and our cup is overflowing because suddenly there's a glimpse of your goodness and your faithful love pursuing us, even though we're still in that valley that we we can sense your goodness and faithful love pursuing us all the days of our life and knowing that we will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as we live, Lord, that your presence is always going to be with us. And so, yeah, make it a beautiful beautiful banqueting table of your love and protective grace tonight lord Mm. yes and we yours is the kingdom and the glory Mm. and the power forever and so we join with john at the end of revelation and just say come lord Mm. jesus he um both the spirit and the bride say, come, let anyone who hears say, come, let the one who is thirsty, come, let the one who desires take the water of life freely. Mm. Mm. He who testifies about these things says, yes, I'm coming soon. Amen. Come mm. Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with everyone. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. Wow. It still it still amazes me, man, that that prayer that, again, you know my story. I wasn't raised, you know, believing the Bible, following the Bible, but knew that prayer because when I would go to church, that's that's what we pray. 
that there is so much power in just that prayer, <laughs> letting Jesus teach us how to pray all over again when we don't know, I don't know how to pray. You know, like literally if Jesus hadn't taught me how to pray, I'd get on my knees and I, I, I wouldn't even know the first yeah. word to say, but he teaches us, right? How to pray. It's, it's so cool. Every time I get to the end of the prayer, I, I feel like when, you know, you're not just saying the prayer, but you're, you're well, you're praying it, you're saying yeah. it, you're praying it, but just by the end, you feel like, no, that's about it. Yeah. That about <laughs> yeah. covers it, you know? And <laughs> totally. Yeah. How beautiful it is. But I, I don't, I don't have a lot to add, Jeff. I mean, I think no. it's good if we let our words be few and yep. Yep. just leave it at, at that. And um, so I, I am uh, excited to see what God's going to do tonight. And yeah, uh, we'll be, for those of you guys watching tonight at seven o'clock, um, we'll be gathering at Parkview Church. Jeff, you want to say anything about that? Is there? Uh, just, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful. I think one of the most... Uh, respected men of the Christian community in our, in our city is, is Doug Fern. He, uh, though a white guy, you know, just became aware way back in his college days of, of the disparity between the experience of he as a white guy and the African-American experience. And so began to reach out and, and mentor these guys. And that, that just started this whole big, uh, just avalanche of things in his life where we ended up starting this school called Faith Academy. And it's such a beautiful expression of, of uh, a unified Christ-centered, just a beautiful, beautiful servant ministry. And so anyway, Doug is the one that really had it in his heart and reached out to some of us to say, hey, could we just get together and pray? And I'm just delighted to, to kind of be following his lead, you know, yeah. he's, he's a quiet, unassuming guy. You would never think of him as this bold way out front, but, yeah. but he's just a servant of, of people. And so, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm gladly just kind of following his lead. And, and I think Mark, even just real quick and then, yeah, I, I think you're right. Let our words be few, but you know, we, we got a letter from an African-American brother uh, from our own church family. And it was, it was just good to once again, well, it's the, the James passage that we've been talking about. We've got to be quick to hear and slow to speak. And I, I just want to, I guess, give one more compelling uh, just request of everybody tuning in, man, let's, let's be good listeners to all, all people, right. And then go back to the word and be especially tuned in to God's words and let's let's be quick to hear, slow to speak, and especially slow to become angry. No matter what conclusions you come to, let anger yeah. be slow in coming. You know what I mean? And let's let's do what we can to be a prayerful people yeah. in these days. I think the more you feel, where you hear a lot of things from different politicians, whatever side, or news stories, it, that just makes anger. You can feel it, and you just well up. I think the more we feel that, the longer it should take us to say anything. And just, yes. True that. Try to pray and and uh, yeah. So, man, what a great time, Jeff. I yeah, amen. I love it. Lunch hour with you in this way, and we'll uh, yeah see what God's gonna do. So, um, let's yeah keep this attitude of prayer throughout the day. If you're watching, maybe just shut this off and have some silence and prayer of your own. And uh, it was great. So amen. we'll see you next time. We'll see if we have a guest next time. So. <laughs>